Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel. Today I'm here with a super duper break. Oi. <laughs> so you're born in California? Course, yeah. yeah LA course. is my city. Carson specifically. Yeah. I grew up in North Carolina for a while though, that was tight. Oh, was it your parents' job or something that moved you here or your parents? Yeah, my parents were in the military. So Oh. A little military brat. I was out there for like eight years. Whole different fucking life. Mm-hmm. Whole different life. Um So what was the biggest changing that you realized from that life there and like moving here? People are here. People are not there. I live in a city with like 4,000 people. It's like, and here in LA, I don't even know how many millions of people live here, but yeah, no, nah, I grew up in Rayford, North Carolina. You can Google that shit. <laughs> it says 4,000 something on the 2010 census. Yeah. Shit's crazy. And I was living there before 2010, so it's like, wow, that shit looks fire. <laughs> um, I don't know how, I don't know how many people are living there, but. Mm-hmm. Guy's going really fast. He's trying to kill us. <laughs> yeah, it's all of a sudden. And then when you were growing up, they were playing more like Erica Badu and. Erica Badu was my yeah. vibe. That was my mom's like. That was like the only music my mom listened to really. So it was just like Erica Badu and uh, Jill Scott and black ass music like that. My dad, he was like Usher. He liked Rick Ross randomly, super yeah. random. I didn't really have too much like old school hip hop because yeah. neither of my parents listened to that, which kind of sucks because now I feel like I don't know enough about <laughs> it. But I was born in 1997. So. But you grew up, did you grow up with like different dads? Yeah, I had a stepdad and a real yeah. dad. So it was like, I went through that whole thing. My stepdad was white, he's bald. He looked really weird walking around with like five black kids in like Rayford, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, look at him like, interesting. Yeah. Like a bald white guy in the military with like five black children mm-hmm. and a black wife. <laughs> so that was tight getting mm-hmm. to see that side of it. And then my dad out here is, you know, my dad out here. Mm-hmm. He's a cool guy. I love my dad. How would you describe yourself back then growing up? Fucking lame. Hella lame. I don't know. Creative though. Mm-hmm. I would always like lead up. We would make these haunted houses on like around Halloween time. And I would, like, direct the whole shit. Like, we would build this whole haunted house, like, on the front porch. Like, had to, like, I, like, fucking made a, uh, I made a proposal to my neighborhood, actually, one time. Yeah. Where I was like, yo, I'm trying to, uh, try to get some money so we can build this haunted house because it was lit last year. <laughs> and then they were like, for sure. And they gave me money to build the haunted house. So, <laughs> the rest is history. Yeah. We did some fire shit with a small amount of money. But it was like $800, so that wasn't a small amount of money. Mm-hmm. My mom would help me with that, too. Oh, wow. It was epic. Where do you think you got your creative side from? Um, I don't have a creative side. I just... <laughs> your creative self. I mean, you're not like a numbers academic person, unless you are. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a numbers person. I'm not a creative person. I'm just a person. <laughs> you think I'm playing. You think I'm playing? I get depressed about. And I don't want to say depressed; it's a strong word, but I get extremely sad about not having enough ideas sometimes. And it's just like, 
And I go, damn, am I even creative? Why do people think I'm creative? So I don't, I'm not creative. Mm -hmm. I just create shit. And then sometimes that shit is tight and sometimes it's not. So that's life. What's your mom personality like? My mom is lit. She's super lit and she's cool. And uh, she's very supportive. Mm -hmm. Vibey mom. <laughs> Vibey mom. She's that mom that yeah. might randomly, you know, smoke a little something. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she would never do that. Do you remember how you first heard 21 Questions? 21 Savage? Questions? Oh, 21 Questions. Is that what we're playing right now? No, like the song. Oh, 21 Questions, the song. That was like my very first, like... <laughs> exactly. That was like the first 21. rap song I ever liked. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, this is hard. Some thug love shit. <laughs> I was like, man, I want to be a gangster. I want to have a gun and a fine girlfriend. <laughs> that never happened, so... Well, you have a girlfriend now who's super cute, so... <laughs> I do have a fine girlfriend, but I still don't have a gun, so I'm not on that level yet. I don't need a gun, though. Mm -hmm. Fuck guns. Do you remember the first CD you bought? I never bought a CD until like last year. Until last year. I bought like a, with the Because of the Internet CD last year. Mm -hmm. But I never like bought CDs. Like I was just ripping shit off LimeWire. Like, oh yeah, I remember. You're, it was already, two thousand, it was already 2005 when I was eight. So it was like, <laughs> I didn't have money for a CD and music yeah. was already starting to be free. So I was like, fuck it. But a CD that I loved was Usher's album. Is it called Moving Mountains or Here I Stand? One of the two. I forget the name of it. I'm mm -hmm. terrible with names. But, um, yeah, no, one of those two. I think it's called Here I Stand. But uh, it has the song Moving Mountains on it, though, for sure. Mm -hmm. And my dad will bump that album all the time. <laughs> like, on repeat. Like, I know that album, like, by track numbers. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I definitely used to, but I don't know. Yeah. That was my jam, though. Did he like school growing up? Did I like school growing up? Yeah. Hell no. Nah. I went to 11 different schools. Oh, wow. Deep. It's deep, yo. But you were, like, living in the same place, or? Nah, I moved. Oh. I mean, yeah, most of the time, yeah. See, I went to, like, fucking Leapwood Elementary. I went to Peace and Joy Kindergarten. Leapwood Elementary, Upchurch Elementary, East Hoke Middle School, West Hoke Middle School, Liberty Christian Academy, uh, Hoke High, Sand Hoke. Rancho Dominguez, and then uh, homeschool. So 10 different schools. Were you like a rebel or? I wasn't a rebel, I was like smart as fuck until I decided I wanted to do something like fun with my life. And then I was just like, fuck all this mm -hmm. other shit. Why am I even in school if I already know what I have, I enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. In like 10th grade, I moved from North Carolina. I was like, fuck you mom, I'm moving to California with my dad. Oh. And then I ended up out here and then I met my dude Kyle, and then we mm -hmm. worked on a bunch of shit. Oh, so it actually clicked to you like early on that LA, California was the place to be for you to grow. I mean, yeah, I mean, I was in a place where there was absolutely nothing, like on a level of nothingness that you don't even understand. Mm -hmm. Were you like, on like forums, or like how were you like talking to people? Uh, just Twitter. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was I'm a fucking millennial baby. Like I know. I'm like, need to rethink everything just Twitter, now. Lime People wire, were like Twitter. message boards. Like, I, I, I came Twitter. up right at the perfect time of easy shit happening. So it was like easy to get in contact. Mm -hmm. So did you already like know a lot of people? Uh, no, I didn't know anybody. All I knew was my dad. And then, oh, this is fire. Um, 
And then was he the one who homeschooled you? Or? No, I homeschooled myself, and I like cheated on all of that shit. Like all I did was Google the answer for everything. <laughs> like the whole test answers would be on Google, and I would just be like, "What the fuck is the point of this shit?" And I just cheat on all of it. Yeah, I but I guess you passed everything. <laughs> More or less, I did. More or less, I passed. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, nah, fuck that shit. Not fuck school because edu- being educated is incredible. I love learning. I'm super speed. I'm a super fast learner. I'm learning piano now. I learned how to speak Portuguese in a matter of like six months. Oh, wow. uh, I learned how to make beats really fast. I'm still improving. I'm definitely nowhere near where I want to be with that. But just learning stuff in general, I'm really good at. But if mm-hmm. I'm learning some shit I don't want to learn, I can't do it. And that's all school is, a bunch of the bullshit. I'm like, well, let me just get to the good part. And there mm-hmm. never was a good part. So I was like, wish I could have went to like some art school or something, but that never happened. So. Mm-hmm. You know. What was the first thing that you started? Was it music, photography, or like dancing? Or was dancing, it all kind of at once? Dancing is not on my, that's not on my radar. I'm not a dancer. <laughs> I can dance, but I'm not a dancer. I you like a, a backup dancer or something. Nah, I'm not a backup dancer. <laughs> contrary to popular belief. I just, I be dancing, but I'm not a dancer by any means. Which came first then? Photography what? or music? Photography. I'm a visual artist before mm-hmm. everything. So. Music was when I was like, man, I want to express myself a little more than this. Like, it's hard to get a photo to be remembered. And I feel like I did some epic photos. But it's just like, man, shit. People love music. I love music. And I would always have ideas and I'd be like, oh, I want to express this, but I can't because I don't know how to make music. So I started teaching myself. What age was that? Huh? What age was that when you started actively teaching yourself? I started actively teaching myself at... Kind of recently, I was like 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was about 18, and that's when I started. Now I'm yeah. 21, so we're going on. I guess it's been about not three, four years since I was 18. It was December 2015. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it'll be three, year, four years this December of 2018. How about photography? Photography, that's, I was also self-taught. I did that for like, I do, I've done that for like the past eight years, seven years. Oh, wow. What yeah. made you want to pick up a camera initially? Boredom. I made a like a fake music video to a song, which I'm not going to quote because then people are going to look for it. <laughs> I know. But I wanted to make like this like video. I had these all these ideas. I was like 13. And me and the homie like directed this video for like two weeks and... I shot it on a flip video camera, and then it got like 500,000 views, and I was oh, like, oh, wow. damn, I'm popping. And then, that was that. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. That was like my start, I guess. How about more of the, like, graphic designing? I don't do graphic design. I just do creative direction. Oh, my okay. idea man. Yeah. Idea man. So I'll always have an idea, and then my friend Eric Wada, fucking genius. Uh, undercover genius. But uh, he helps me with a lot of my stuff, so mm-hmm. that's my guy. Yeah. And then how long after you moved to California that you met Kyle and just made a collective? Uh, I mean, we didn't make a collective. He, like, already had his little thing going on. And then I was just kind of, I kind of joined in. I was oh. like, I was like, because I was a fan of Kyle. And I was like, oh, I want to help. I'll, I'll do, like, photos or videos for you. Mm-hmm. And then I did, and then one thing led to another. 
He's like, oh, you should be my DJ. I was like, all right, I'm down. This is like two years later. Mm-hmm. And then we started dancing, and then I started producing, and now we got some songs, and things are going mm-hmm. decent. You met him through Twitter, or? Yeah, I met him through Twitter. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, first, uh, first, like, person to change their name to Super Duper whatever, I'll follow you back. And no. I, I was the first one. <laughs> so you were going back. by a different name before? Yeah. What's it? <laughs> not saying it. <laughs> not saying it. <laughs> not saying it. We're not going there. And then was the first kind of big thing you did with him, I Spy, or you yeah, stuff I guess that was our first big moment together. Mm-hmm. I was tight. I Spy is a good song. It did change a lot of people's lives mm-hmm. in one way or another. It changed our lives. Mm-hmm. Taught us a lot. How has your relationship with him changed over time? Uh, we just got better at stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just like the same relationship, same friends, just constantly trying to do something better. It's really difficult because there's like, I mean, just music is evolving so fast right now. So it's like we're always just being ourselves. I mean, we're not really giving a fuck about what's going on musically right now. Mm-hmm. It's always just self-expression. And if something works, dope. If not, fuck it. That's not what we're making it for, for it to work. Mm-hmm. For just making it for expression's sake. Human being, Human beings. How did you start working with Kehlani? Uh, Kehlani is my friend who I met on Twitter as well. And we just both didn't like the same person. We was like, fuck <laughs> this nigga. I'm not going to say his name either. We was like, fuck this nigga. And Kaylani's very outspoken. That's my homegirl. I love her. Mm-hmm. But she like said she like called somebody out on Twitter. I was like, yeah, oh my god, finally somebody said it. <laughs> and then like from there we became friends. That was like four years ago. Mm-hmm. And now we're just homies. Yeah. I mean, we've been homies for a while now. Started kicking it, and then we just made music this past year for the first time. Oh wow! So it's always exciting for me because it's like I'm still new, so I'm never like. I'm not on any type of level where I can exclude myself from anything or anybody or I'm not on any level where I can just be like, oh, I'm going to go to the studio with Travis Scott. So it's like, I just like working with my friends and the people I know and the people that love me. So Mm -hmm. that's super tight. (laughs) He's about to die. (laughs) How did you meet Chance? Um, shit, I don't know. I guess at a show. We opened for him a long time ago, opening for Chance, that was tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just opened for him at a Santa Barbara show. It was like 300 people. It was like right before Acid Rap dropped. And then he got really famous. Shout out to Chance. <laughs> How were you able to support yourself early on financially? Financially, what was I doing? I was jugging and finessing. <laughs> Robbing people, breaking in houses. No, I'm just kidding, I never did that type of shit. Um, what was I doing? I mean, I was just always like, photo shoots, whatever, jug a little bit. Oh, I don't really even remember. That's a super good question. Like, I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I was broke as fuck. For Did you work time. any other like part-time jobs? I never had a job though. I refused to do that. Wow. I was like, Dude, that's impressive. I wish like, I, when I was uh, 12, I used to scrub pumpkins at this pumpkin patch in North Carolina. That was my first and last and only job. Mm-hmm. I was getting paid six dollars an hour, fucking scrubbing pumpkins in a big ass kiddie pool, full of fucking chlorine and cold ass water in November. 
That sounds like a music video. I can just imagine like it all laid out. <laughs> yeah, that shit was weird. <laughs> but I needed the brand. Yeah. But I still, like when I was doing that shit, I was like, fuck this shit. Like, I'm walking out this motherfucker with $36 after six hours of hard labor scrubbing these damn pumpkins. Mm-hmm. That's when I was like, I can't have a real, I can't have a job. And yeah, about 10 years ago was the last time I ever worked a job when I was like 12, 10 or yeah. 11 or 12. I'm were 21 you, now. Yeah. Were you afraid of being really young and that people were going to be like sketchy around you or like manipulate you? Yeah, the interesting thing about me is I knew from the jump being young that people were going to try to manipulate me. Well, the only thing I did know was that I didn't know anything. So I was like, okay, I don't know anything. What happens to people who don't know anything? They get taken advantage of. So what am I not going to allow people to do to me? Take advantage of me. So I was like, all right, if anything happens, the one thing I'm not going to allow is somebody to take advantage of me. So like, I was always super outspoken and like, I just didn't like to listen to older people. You know, I was just like that. But so and that shit got me somewhere. I was like, cool. Mm-hmm. Nobody's trying to punk me because nobody, everybody knows I'm not like a punk. Like, I never like interned. Like, that was just never my vibe. I was like, man, I'm going to do something. My ideas are worth something. So mm-hmm. even when I was like not doing shit, which I kind of still am, uh, I was like, yeah, no, my ideas are worth something. Like, I'm not just going to get on my knees and scrub the floor that's just not my vibe y'all I love y'all but <laughs> I'd rather walk away than do that did you have some sort of like mentor telling you what to do or even like negotiation it's kind of hard to learn like, nah but I'd go out. back and look at I never had a mentor early on my mentors were like just people I looked up to like I guess Tyler the creator was like obviously mm-hmm. he's like fucking Kanye of our generation but um Creatively, yeah. So, yeah. but other than that, nah. I didn't have anybody telling me what to do. All I did was like try to sound smart. Yeah. Sometimes it worked. A lot of times it definitely didn't. I actually go back and look at some of my emails I would send off in like 2013. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, I was so fucking bummy and young. Like five years ago, it's a whole different me. I was like 15. Can't even do I can't even do math. I was 16. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that shit was like, wow. You learned a lot these few years. <laughs> I learned a lot in these past yeah. five years. I go read an old email and just look at how I was wording shit and, like, the type of shit I was saying. I'm like, wow, I am an idiot. <laughs> and here I was, I thought I was doing something. I'm not doing shit. <laughs> but, yeah, so. How did he come up the you'll never be perfect? You'll okay. never be perfect is unofficial. I think, like, I'll never be perfect. So that was like a title that I was going to call it. I don't know if I'm going to call it that anymore. But that the name You'll Never Be Perfect originated from me like wanting to put out a project for an extended period of time. Sorry about that. The name actually comes from how I wanted to put out a project for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, I'm a perfectionist in one way or another. So I'm always like, oh, well, it's not ready yet. Or, oh, I'm not raw enough yet. I'm not good enough yet. And I'm like... Dude, like, a part of, like, the dope experience that people watching what you do have is getting to grow. Part of the experience of people, like, following what you do is getting to grow with you. I would get frustrated because, like, I feel like I'm never good enough. But I'm like, wait, I got to start somewhere. 
so like people can like follow the story and grow with the story because there's so much that I've kept hidden I'm like I'll never be perfect like what is my idea of perfect and how will I ever achieve that I never will mm -hmm. always gonna think the shit I did last year was whack and the shit I'm doing right now is dope and then next year I'll be like that was whack and this new shit is dope so I'm like yeah what am I really working towards here perfection mm -hmm. ah not gonna happen what's the decision to start your like short film series I'm gonna do super duper brick short films and I don't plan anything I just do it so can't really tell you what's gonna happen yet we don't know I don't know yet I wish I knew because if I knew they would it would have happened but I have no idea what I'm gonna do yet <laughs> I'm just telling the story of my fucking like regular ass life <laughs> <laughs> In a tweet recently, you wrote that you, like, hated rap. Yeah. Could you elaborate more on that? Saying I hate rap is a really strong thing to say, so maybe I was being dramatic, but I just don't really feel it anymore how I used to feel it back, like, I don't want to sound like an old head or anything, but, because I'm not even old, but, I don't know, it's just it's kind of losing its feeling lately, like, I respect all the young dudes and all, like, the turn music and shit, but and all the plug music and, like, the plug. But it's like, I don't know. I just like a story. I like to listen to a story. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it lacks a story these days. So I'm like, I'm not even listening to a story anymore. Yeah. Or anything musically impressive. So it's like, if it's not going to be a story, like maybe it'll be some type beats. That's why I love Tyler. Because it's like, he's telling a story. And it's always a really sick, intricate production. But that's just my style. So mm -hmm. I don't know shit about shit. Yeah. At the end of the day. What was going on the time that you wrote, um, you gave too much of yourself to other people? Uh, I said I gave too much of myself to other people because I feel like I give other people my best ideas. And I'm like, why am I not just using these ideas on myself? Mm. I'm like, why do I have so many pieces of myself in other places that aren't my places? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's what I meant when I said that. Yeah. I don't even know when I said that, but... Mm -hmm. That's definitely what I meant because yeah. I still feel that sometimes. I'm like, damn, why do I keep giving my gems? Like, why do I sp spend time on carving these diamonds that should be for me? You know? Mm -hmm. Do you actually want to be an actor? I do want to be an actor, yeah. but I don't know how to act. So I respect art in general, well, no matter what the medium is. If it's a paint, if it's pencil, if it's choreography, if it's screenplay, if it's photography, I just respect art. So. I feel like everybody's like, oh, I want to be an actor, and they'll like, go, like, be an actor, <laughs> or whatever, yeah. or, like, not take it fully seriously, better yet. So, like, I don't want to be an actor until I have the time to dedicate to really getting into the history of it, and, like, taking the classes and spending my time on that, the way I spend my time on producing right now. Like, I'm sitting in my laptop eight or ten hours out of the day. So, until I'm ready to dedicate, like, eight or ten hours out of my day every day to, like, becoming the best at whatever it is I want to learn I can't like just like half do it it's like you can't half step acting it's mm -hmm. like that's a commitment plus like you do some trash ass shit and then people will just think you're trash so it's like I'm not ever trying to be trash I try to maintain a level of quality to anything I put out any medium that I choose to paint my picture with mm -hmm. you know and what was the decision for your merch to do the headband instead of like a normal like t-shirt or something? uh my headbands, I just wear headbands all the time. I don't anymore because 
I feel like my head was getting cinched. But, uh, oh, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> With all the, even when I tie my hair up. Yeah, I like have like pressurized blood in my head from wearing a headband. <laughs> totally a fucking lie. But uh, no, nah, I just liked headbands a lot. And I was like, why am I wearing this Nike logo on my face every day? So I just put my own logo on my face, mm -hmm. which is my face. And people are always like, that don't know me, are like, is that you on your headband? I'm like, I got my face on my face. <laughs> I like that. Have you always had this hair? I've had this hair for an extended period of time, almost nine years. Oh, wow. So it's just kind of a huge part of your identity. Yeah, know? it's a part of my identity for sure. Yeah. I've been oh. getting kind of tired of it. I'll be like, I want to cut this shit off. But then I'm like, yeah. whatever, I guess I'll just keep it. <laughs> what was the decision nine years ago to grow it up? I wanted to look like uh, Will Smith. Mm -hmm. Yep, I was like, no, but everybody was calling me Carlton in eighth grade because I looked yeah. like Carlton. And I was like, whatever. And I was like, I'm going to get a flat top because fuck y'all. And y'all ain't going to laugh at me. Y'all going to laugh with me. That was actually the real reason. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't trying to look like Carlton. I was trying to look like Will Smith. Mm -hmm. But I guess I ended up looking like Carlton. But then I grew into it. So whatever. Mm -hmm. But now I feel like I'm growing out of it. And I'm like... What do I do now? I'm not gonna get dreads. She get dreads and face tats. She's my name, Little Brick. Oh my God, no! <laughs> How do you think you've grown as a person since when you started? I just understand people more, so I don't allow anything to get me mad. I'm just like, wow, I get it. You're human. I am too. So it's like, I'm not gonna be mad or sad about. The only thing that gets me mad and sad is myself. So that's how I could grow more. But I don't allow anybody to make me upset or cynical or anything anymore. I'm just like, we're better than this super brick. How do you think your music has changed since the early songs you made? They got better, my music got better, but I don't know. I've always had the same style. I've always heard the same thing. It's just harder to translate it. Like, that's what being a producer and learning is all about. You gotta learn how to make your ideas into something other people like. Cause like, I'll always like it. But, like, that's why I don't release it, because I'm like, well, if I like this, I'm satisfied with it. I'll just keep this to myself, because I kind of understand, like, other people might not like it. So I'm like, whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. So, how I changed? I'm making, I think, more likable things now, mm -hmm. although I've always liked what I did. So that's probably the only way I've changed. I'm pretty much the same, though. Mm -hmm. I'm the same thing. Nothing has changed about me, actually. Nope, same person. What would you say have been your biggest challenges so far? My biggest challenge? Getting over myself. Mm -hmm. I am a wall, a brick wall, and I'm very hard to get over. I'm tall, I have a lot of ego, and I'm a Pisces. I'm mm -hmm. emotional. So, yeah, my biggest challenge has been myself, for sure. No question about that. What does love mean to you? <sighs> what does love mean to me, man? It just means trust. That's what love means to me. I'm gonna keep that one simple. Mm -hmm. Give me the one word answer. It just means trust. If I have somebody I trust, somebody that's fun, somebody that understands me, somebody that I can roast without them fucking crying, that's love. Mm -hmm. That goes to mom, that goes to my homies, that goes to my girl, all that shit. It's like, if I trust you, you're nice to me, 
I can roast the shit out of you, <laughs> and you'll still be nice to me. That's love. Mm -hmm. Last question. What do you want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered for being myself and trying hard. Mm -hmm. Giving effort to every project that I take on and never half-stepping some shit. I just want to be remembered for giving maybe somebody a blueprint to, to try. Yeah. All you gotta do is try. You don't gotta fucking do great. Just mm -hmm. try. Trying is like, if you didn't try, what are you, what are you really doing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs>